Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Welcome to Law Talk with the Flock. I'm your host, Gina Guzman, CEO and managing partner of the Guzman Law Firm, author and business owner. And I am so excited to help you today navigate your way through the law and your life as a business leader. And today in particular, I have with me a special guest, and I would like to introduce Rocky Rayfelt, who is a senior vice president with the Lawford Advisors in Sioux Falls, which is part of First Dakota National Bank. Rocky, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited to have you on today, and uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate you allowing me to be on it. It's uh, exciting for both sides, so I appreciate it. So, Rocky, maybe you could introduce yourself a little bit and and tell everybody what do you do at Loft Advisors? Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, So, I'm a local guy. I basically grew up in the area. Um, I had family that were in some other business endeavors, but I've always stayed around here. I've been in a couple different institutions, worked for Wells for about 10 years. Uh, worked for First Bank and Trust for four, and then I've been at Loft for five now. We're the private banking and primarily focus on entrepreneurs, um, along with the medical staff of people that, you know, it's not out market, uh, mass marketing to lots of people. It's trying to go ahead and find the clients that are looking for the holistic picture. So um, from my end, I focus a lot on debt um, and then deposits and making sure that we balance that along with financial planning. Uh, both from an estate, you know, making sure we get the right partners involved and then tax as well. So. And you and I've gotten to work together um, firsthand a little bit on the Galleria project in Sioux Falls where the Gooseman Law Firm is located. Uh, you're part of that project with me too, aren't you? I am. Yeah, fantastic building. Uh, great tenants. <laughs> well, we've really enjoyed uh, the Sioux Falls Galleria space and being over there on 69th and Western. So it's been fun to work with you on that too. Uh, and so right now, uh, we haven't seen each other since COVID-19 hit, and I think a, a lot has changed. And I just really wanted to have a dialogue on some of what you're seeing from your your seat. And I can tell you're actually in your office this week, and maybe we can start there. What have you done at Loft Advisors as far as uh, keeping your business open? Yeah, I mean, so I will reiterate, we've been open the whole time. Um, for a period of time during the, and briefly talked beforehand, the PPP, loans that a lot of small businesses were uh, looking for we worked pretty much 24 7 for a period of time there um, and we did have all staff in in a very separate way during that period of time but we went back to more of a normal one week we split the team in half so basically half of us are in this week um, half of us are working from home ideally we don't interact uh, from a physical side of it but we do a lot of other communication um, I, so if something would happen to half the staff, at least we could remain uh, open for that. End. So, um, so new normal. Week to week shifts, right? So the, keeping you exactly. guys all strong and healthy—that's that's great. Right. And yeah, the new normal—we've all gotten pretty used to doing these video conferences and just working remotely. So um, that's great that you guys have been able to uh, adjust like that at Loft Advisors and continue to serve your clients through that process. Uh, w- speaking of serving your clients, so what type of clients do you typically serve, Rocky? Um, I would say most of mine are business entrepreneurs that either have, likely they've went through a couple transitions. They've built a business, uh, mm-hmm. they maybe got to a mature point, and then they sold it. Uh, entrepreneurs always have the flair that, you know, it's, it's never go sit on the beach and wait. So they're usually starting new ones. And 
So we have families, I would categorize it. We, we don't look at individuals. It's more of the whole family side of it. And from their end, we're trying to handle all aspects of it. So primarily business owners that have had liquidity events. So we're trying to help them with the, the investment side too. Um, but then managing through as they grow real estate portfolios or new businesses along the way. So that's a, a pretty uh, energetic bunch of people and yeah. that you interact with that are well put. Uh, well put. And a lot of times they tend to be the ones I think that see opportunity when there's great change. Have, have you seen much of that? Yeah, I mean, some of them, it, it's two sides of it, right? I mean, some people are all about protecting the assets and, you know, making sure that, and, and I would say our number one goal along this is it's allowed the people that we've kind of, you know, focused on saying, all right, we need to have the balance sheet strong on all ends. So if something does hit, you are in an opportunistic situation if you want to. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the mental health side of it. And then part of our end is, is being a coach to a degree of saying, all right, we don't want to get too high or too low. Um, and look at it very analytically. And if there's an opportunity that arises, let's make sure we you know, don't dismiss it just because of the time we're in. Um, so yeah, I, to your point, yes, there are some people out there, whether it's real estate or other business items that are, are looking to make acquisitions. So, I, And I think that it, there's just been a, a lot of uncertainty. And, and what have you seen as it uh, relates to who's, who's faring well at this point in time? Um, well, I mean, obviously, anybody that's directly in the essential, you know, whether it's produce or, you know, I even was talking to a customer yesterday that is in the ag business and in an area that I thought maybe we've heard a lot about some of the negativity in ag um, on the producer end, either Smithfield and other things being shut down. But they're more of a kind of the middle trying to go ahead and distribute to customers. And they've had real success and they've seen online pickups, um, I think. All different industries have figured out ways to, to buy different things and keep their business flowing. So it's it's hard to find a niche. I mean, the ones that were hardest hit obviously are anything that's direct retail, restaurant, and then the hotel sector. So travel than the ones that have been really challenged. The rest of them, you know, they've really tried to figure out the entrepreneurial spirit of how do you win during this time and keep people employed. So and, and keeping people employed, you mentioned the PPP. I mean, that was a huge part of, of keeping people employed for sure. It was, and it's, it's, you know, I think from everybody's end, it, it served its purpose. It's, it's one of those programs that I think of outside of maybe the process of how we delivered it, um, it was challenging, I think, for frontline people, but it did get to the people that needed it very quickly. So, An unprecedented change rapidly uh, yeah. coming through, right? And, and we were joking too that the, it's, they're kind of writing some rules after the fact, and it can be frustrating, but at the same time, it's been very helpful too. So it's a, a little bit of a mixed bag on that front as far as people that like to plan, uh, right. but we're, we're finding our way through it one way or another. Very, uh, it's a reactive side at this point, but yeah, communication is really the key of, of anything, of keeping involved. If, if I do get information or if the borrowers are hearing information, making sure that we're talking and saying, all right, what do we know and how can we figure this out to make sure that we're positioned during this time that's ticking throughout the process so and I, I know you're really involved in, in real estate too what are you, what's your insight and your crystal ball say as far as the real estate market in Sioux Falls well I think the real estate market in Sioux Falls is overall stayed um, strong from that level I mean I've I've had more people reaching out about buying than selling um, which I think is a good indicator of you know supply and demand um, the retail sectors I mean some of those have been hit from non-payment or tenants wanting to renegotiate. But I would say a, a lot of the businesses have stayed open and uh, multifamily has, has stayed really strong, I think, from just an overall lease up. 
it'll it'll be dependent upon how much comes online over the next 12 months, 18 months. I mean, if this slows some things down, I think it'll just strengthen the real estate market from just an overall, you know, less supply coming on. But um, overall, I feel really good about that. And sometimes in the Midwest, we don't get hit as hard with the highs and lows, right? I would agree. Yes. I mean, we're, and we spread out a little bit. We're not so even, in, we think of Sioux Falls as a metro area, but mm -hmm. when you start thinking of it in comparison to the Chicago's, the New York's, I mean, we have a lot of space, which I think allows people to, to react differently to, you know, situations specifically like this, where space is critical. A lot of times we have front yards and backyards. We do. Yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine if you were just stuck. Inside and a side yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that that's right. Social distancing is is a little easier when you're in a, a more expansive area and we have a lot of green space. It's not a challenge to find green space where we live. Exactly. Yes. So, any tips that you've been giving people as they try and uh, work their way through COVID nineteen and how you're helping to advise your clients at this point in time? Yeah, I mean. The number one thing is, I think we talked a little bit about, but I'd like to reiterate, you know, trying to make sure that it's, it's an even keel and any decisions that you make, don't make them uh, based on how you feel or what you saw on the news that morning. Uh, make sure we think through it, talk through it with your partners. I mean, I think that's the one thing that I think is reaffirmed with this whole process is that when times are good, you don't necessarily have to worry about the partners that you have because the business clicks along or the opportunities just kind of go about. But when you need good financial advice, make sure that you find the right lawyers, you know, the right bankers, the right accountants that really can set time aside and then act and get it done. Um, that's been that's been a key component. And then it reaffirms um, balance sheet strength. So making sure we don't get over allocated, you know, in call it real estate, but we don't have any cash because that makes us uncertain and fear drives a lot of problems at that point. So. Yeah, emotional decision making, right, versus right. rational. And right. I certainly, if you turn the news on, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole pretty quickly. Yeah, in about 15 minutes, you could decide that you're going to sell everything. So, for nothing. <laughs> and uh, move to Montana in a hut. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're trying to keep people from going down that path. <laughs> and right. so, uh, people can call you then, your clients, and get some of that reassurance and, and use that partnership to. Uh, bounce those ideas off of and uh, maybe you've had to talk some people off the ledge a little bit yeah and we have i mean both ways it's one of those and i'm sure they are calling you as well and it's one of those situations where it's it's hard you know because not every client's the same either on their financial position or where they are within their life so being unique and actually talking through and saying right if we're going to do this here's the things that could happen both positive or negative not just for the short term because that seems like i think you know, I've made reference that feels like days have lasted weeks at times during this process and don't can't see that, you know, it's not been that long. So. Well, I think that one of the areas we discussed that really uh, picked up was um, estate planning for us. We've had a lot more people want to do proactive planning and uh, make sure that their affairs are up to date and in order at this point in time, just because people are thinking about those issues uh, more today than they have in the past. And I think that's that's critical. I mean, having people like yourself that are sitting down and then also making sure that if they have some time, they're doing the estate planning to make sure they don't get it halfway there, that we, you know, we establish some of those living trusts and we get them all the assets in there. And it does require a lot of effort on partnerships to get that done. 
Um, but we're all in a position that allows people to really plan and, and not just think about today. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Rocky, for joining me today and having this discussion. I've enjoyed having you on as a guest and I wish you well and keep your team uh, strong and healthy. And thanks so much, too, for the advice you give to clients and uh, helping navigate people through these uncertain times. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening and go make it worth it. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at GooseminLaw.com.